Hey, right, Brian here, another episode of uh, Get Mortgage Free Fast, and we're talking about I don't qualify. And uh, a lot of times people have, uh, they do have some equity in the house. Maybe you've only owned a home for two years, three years, maybe even 12 months. It just happened to be the absolute best previous 12 months where housing across Ontario went up over 30%, which fun fact is over $159,000 of additional equity from 2020 to 2021, depending on where you're getting stats from. But that is from uh, Korea Canadian Real Estate Association for Ontario. So if you've only owned a home for 12 months, you're $159,000 up. So $159,000, 80% of that, you probably got 120K available. So anyways, I don't qualify. Here's the thing. You never take just one no as an answer. You never take just one no uh, for definitive, life-changing moments, okay? Like uh, if my wife, if I took no for an answer, I probably wouldn't be married right now. That maybe didn't come out the right way, but uh, the reality is is you just got to ask multiple times, right? Same thing is with financing because um, if you go to your bank and you end up talking to someone right there, listen, banks have a lot of great financial advisors and stuff like that. uh, And a lot of them don't. A lot of them are maybe in their 20s and have doing it for six months and they don't know the options, right? Even, and that's no, it's just, hey, knowledge comes with years of experience as well too, the right experience. So if you walk into a bank and you talk to someone and they, they only sell what the bank offers. I used to work at a bank and I didn't know what I know now, right? If I couldn't get something qualified through a bank, then I told people no. I didn't send them in alternative directions a lot of the time. So there are lots of different options if your bank says no to refinancing, taking out your equity, or if they end up saying, no, you don't qualify for a rental property. And a lot of banks will end up saying, like, listen, if you don't understand, sometimes people give you false information. I'm talking about banks right now, and I'm not shitting on the banks right now. It's just you only know what you know, and sometimes you don't know what you don't know. Right, And if you're talking to somebody that says, no, you shouldn't buy a rental property that is in charge of uh, financing, like uh, someone at a bank or even another mortgage broker, if they say, no, you shouldn't, ask them how many rentals they own. Ask them what their net worth is. I'd be curious about that, right? And it's, I brought this up before. It's like hiring a personal trainer. You know what? If someone's going to tell me to do more push-ups and more sit-ups and they're eating a six-pack of donuts with a big fucking tummy, well, um, I'm probably not going to do what they tell me, right? So make sure you're taking your advice from someone that has investment properties, that knows investment properties, because I know with us, we've got 30 different options. I know that there is a tremendous amount of ways to make things work. We've done second private mortgages for small amounts of money to help people get leverage and to build wealth to buy their second property, right? And a lot of times, sometimes you'll pay more for financing. You might pay a little bit more on a second mortgage or with a trust company, a credit union or someone else like that. But guess what? It's for a short period of time. And the additional amount of money that you'll pay, let's say you pay one, two points extra, even three points, four points extra, let's say you pay four points extra on $200,000 or $300,000, that's 12 grand. Guess what? 5% real estate appreciation on that same 315,000 plus principal pay down is another maybe eight to 10, that's $22,000, right? So before I get too nerdy on the numbers with this, because I probably should do a whiteboard with this, um, the money is there. 
the capital will appreciate, the principal will pay down. Even if you're paying more money for something because you don't qualify at a bank, it's still worth it to help build your wealth because this is a long-term plan. And let me tell you something else. You may have heard that you don't qualify at a bank, but the reality is you may qualify at a different bank. I've had lots of people that say I don't qualify at Scotia and we got them approved at TD. I've had lots of people that say I didn't qualify at RBC or CIBC and we got them approved at Scotia. Even different banks have different rules and guidelines, and it's all in how you look at them as well too, okay? That's why it's really important to make sure that you're taking the advice from someone who has what you want, okay? All right, guys, if you don't qualify, I beg to differ. I wanna take the I don't qualify challenge. I wanna see that and see if I can get you to qualify, okay? Uh, And on that note, make this a fabulous day.